What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Venter and Adam Ronis here. Fantasy alarm. Oh, baby. Midweek. Adam, lots of stuff going down in the NFL. I'd ask you how you are, by the way, but you already told me that you're dealing with a little bit of a headache here. So I'm going to talk real slow. We're going we're gonna to do like a golf podcast. No, we don't need to do that. <laughs> Well, let's get to let's get to it, man. Obviously, the big news of the day today: uh, Sony Michelle traded. I don't know how the hell Bill Belichick gets two draft picks from for him. Like a it was like a sixth rounder, and then uh, and then a fourth rounder in like two years or something like that. But needless to say, Sony Michelle uh, lands over in uh, in Los Angeles with the Rams. Uh, Daryl Henderson went from uh, everybody's darling to. Oh, gross. What do I do with this guy now? So um, how quickly and how fickle the fantasy football community is, <laughs> what would you think of the deal? Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. I figured the Rams were going to do something. You know, I'm a little surprised it took this long, which is why, you know, Henderson kind of wasn't really rising on draft boards. He was kind of sitting in the fourth, fifth round of drafts. And, you know, I was kind of wondering, well, why isn't he going higher? But I think we all knew at some point maybe something could happen. I don't know if the thumb injury propelled them or probably as we got close to cuts. I mean, you look at the Patriots. I think we all knew that Sony Michelle was probably not going to be there. And Ramondre Stevens has had a good preseason. You got James White, Damian Harris. So there was kind of no room. And obviously the Rams could have used another veteran running back because outside of Henderson, those backs have never taken a snap at the running back position in the NFL. So really not surprised that the Rams did something here. You know, it's tough to know exactly what's going to happen. Everyone seems to have like, they know exactly what's going to happen. No one knows shit, bro. Like, you know, uh, at Henderson, you're probably going to drop a round or two. I'd say now because they'll, it'll probably be a split or 60, 40. They might ride the hot hand, you know, one week it could be Henderson getting 15 to 20 touches. The next it could be Sony Michelle. So it's a, we've seen the running backs be productive with the Rams and now they have a quarterback in Matthew Stafford who can throw deep and open up the offense. So it is a good spot to be in. And, you know, Sony Michelle, obviously injuries have always been the issue with him and he's got that bone on bone knee condition, uh, but he's only 26. He looked good last year in the limited time we saw him and he looked good in the preseason. He was catching the football. So I think Henderson is still the preferred guy. You just drop him around the two, maybe sixth, seventh round and Sony Michelle now, wasn't drafted in a lot of leagues. So if you already did leagues and the waiver wire doesn't open up until the start of the season, he's going to be a heavily coveted running back, especially for someone who drafted ETN. Maybe your draft was so early, you had acres too. Uh, and now I'd say Michelle probably going to be drafted. I'd say in the ninth, 10th round, somewhere in that range would be my guess. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, it upgrades them. I don't really see like everyone's talking Damian Harris, moving them up. Why would you move them up for like, James White is still there. Maybe Stevenson's in the mix, but like Damian Harris is not going to catch the foot. He's not going to catch the football or very little. So I don't really think much changes there. Uh, Stevenson, I saw go, I think in my GST around 13 and that was before this news. And I thought that was high, but now you could see it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously Sony Michelle gets the biggest boost out of anyone in this deal. Yeah, he definitely does. And yeah, I mean, you know, if, if as far as boosting, I mean, it's interesting. You know, I just took part in the uh, in the Sirius XM host league 
draft and and Daryl Henderson taken in the sixth round, Sonny Michelle taken in the eighth. Um, you know, from from you know stuff that I've heard, and you know, you know, Adam Schefter was on uh, Sirius XM this morning talking about the fact uh, that th- there is talk that that Sony Michelle uh, gets the uh, gets the lead role. I don't know, you know, lead role, or is it just a matter of you know he's going to be the early down guy and Daryl Henderson could be uh, the the third down guy, the pass catching guy. I, I think that's how they work. You know, the, you bring in you, to me, you bring in the most important factor in in the bone on bone knee issue, and that's you know that's a problem. I mean, he has spent time uh, out with injuries. He's had two knee strains, uh, you know, during his time here in the NFL. He's had a, a variety of other injuries as well. I mean, you know, this is a kid who, you know, had his knee completely rebuilt when he was in high school. So, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll deal with some of that. I have them, you know, if, if people are that bullish, and we're just going to have to watch the ADP uh, over the next week or so. But I have Sony Michelle when I was making the adjustments in the, uh, in the, the ultimate cheat sheet. I, I moved Michelle up into the sixth. And I have Henderson in in the eighth. Um, but I'm based on what Schefter said. Yeah, based on what Schefter said. I don't see. I don't know if he was reporting that or if that was his opinion. um, It seemed to me like it was his opinion. It did seem more opinion like than than that. But you know, I mean, listen. For the time being, right now, until I see what happens with them, that's you know. I mean, the, the problem is, is that, you know, we, we need the reports out of camp and we know how difficult that is to to actually get. So, you know, if 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 we start seeing some reporting, but, you know, I mean, Daryl Henderson's dealing with the, the thumb issue right now. And, you know, Michelle is healthy at the moment. So, you know, maybe Michelle does get that start. And like you said, ride the hot hand if Michelle is playing well. Uh, to start the season, then they kind of, you know, leave him in that role. We'll see what happens. But it's a matter of how much, you know, is Henderson going to get back on the field soon so that, you know, it can actually be that straight up platoon. I mean, they they mentioned that he was in practice the other day. So, but I don't know. I mean, maybe they're hiding something. Maybe we find out tomorrow. Oh, yeah, this is a injury that's going to keep him out weeks. You never know because these things tend to, Advance quick, but look, I think they needed to add a, they they needed to add another running back. I mean, I know there were kind of decent reports on Xavier Jones and Jake Funk, but those guys have never played a snap at the running back position at the NFL level, and the Rams have high expectations. So I'm not surprised that this was done, and I'm actually surprised it took this long. Is really, but maybe that was more on the Patriots side where they were kind of waiting, and then they saw how good Stevenson was. In the preseason, observing him in practice, said, you know what? Yeah, you know, we're going to make a move now. Let's see who wants Sony Michelle. Someone needs a running back. And that's probably what what happened here. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to bet that the Rams put out feelers throughout the NFL, you know, that they were happy to do it. And now you get this close to the uh, to the start of the season and you're dealing with Henderson with an injury. You you do. All of a sudden now you become a little bit more desperate. Which is why, you know, I think, you know, getting the two draft picks for Sony Michelle, yeah, he's young, but I mean, the mileage on that, you know, and the abuse on that leg and on that knee uh, is something fierce. So to see the two draft picks for him, you know, I mean, I think that, you know, the, 
the Rams who have basically been mortgaging their entire future, right? And they give up a shit ton of draft picks to in the Stafford deal. Yeah, they don't care about draft picks. They don't. They have zero care about draft picks. It's like, 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 uh, like I don't know, um, bunny bucks or something like that. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it's it's definitely a sight to watch. You know, for the for camp. But I got to be honest with you, man. I'm not really interested in either guy. Like I, you know, if if I'm looking at, you know, in the sixth round where Henderson's going, I'd rather try the upside of a of a Trey Sermon or you know Miles Gaskin or Michael Carter than to have to you know deal with the question of of why. And then Michelle, in the eighth, I mean, I'll take, you know, after after him, I'll take Moss, I'll take AJ Dillon. You know, Gus Edwards, I'll take any of those guys and, you know, not really worry too much about it. So I'm I'm just not a huge Sony Michelle guy. And now he's just basically his his presence is ruined. Uh, you know, real value that that Henderson could have had. Yeah, because it does drop Henderson. I mean, again, Henderson might still be the lead back. And yeah. they mix Sony Michelle in. We we kind of don't know, which is why you do have to drop him because uh he went from a situation where it looked like he was the main guy where maybe he's the complimentary back. Maybe they split. Maybe they ride the hot hand. Kind of don't know at this point. Um, no, we don't. So we're just going to watch. And, and there you go. And I have no reason to, you know, prolong this conversation about the Rams backfield. So boring. Um, it is actually been talking about it all day. So I'm done. Um, <laughs> what about, uh, in the, in the, in the grand scheme of things in the, in the, in the realm of surprises here, Adam, on a scale of one to 10, how surprised are you that, uh, Trevor Lawrence was named the starting quarterback and Teddy Bridgewater named the starting quarterback? Lawrence is definitely stunning. I thought Gardner Minshew was a lock. So that was surprising. <laughs> uh, really busts up your, your best ball drafts, doesn't it? Oh, without a doubt. Uh, Bridgewater, not too surprised. I mean, I kind of did think it was like a coin flip, you know, all preseason. That's the way it appeared. And then, you know, not completely surprised that Bridgewater got it because he's the more accurate quarterback. Again, I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with him. I think he'll only take you to a certain level. But uh, Drew Locke. I guess the concerns are the turnovers and the inconsistency. So they decided, you know what? And they and they have a nice schedule to start. They open up against the Giants, the Jags, and the Jets. So they can go 3-0, potentially. Um, so they got a nice schedule to start. So they probably looked at it and said, you know what? Let's get off to a good start. And uh, Bridgewater probably gives them that best opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I mean, I, I think that I mean, you'll have to see how defenses handle it. But, you know, it took – it took teams a little bit of time to to kind of figure everything out against Bridgewater. I mean, remember how, how amazing he looked to start the season last year, and then all of a sudden it just kind of fell off a cliff once teams were like, oh, shit, he doesn't throw deep. So we can, we can start bringing in the safeties a little bit more here. Okay, that's fine. That, that, that'll work. So, you know, I think we'll, we'll probably see more of the same here early on in the year. Um, I think it helps Jerry Judy. More than uh, than it does, like uh, like Cortland Sutton. I think uh, I think Judy 
with the accuracy of uh, of Bridgewater. See a lot of uh, short timing routes. Uh, I think the you know the only thing that bums me out is it's just it's such a vanilla offense. Like Pat Shermer runs, ugh, it's it's boring to me. And um, you know, but I think that that would uh, that that's going to help Bridgewater and Judy more than it's going to be like Sutton. My opinion. Well, yeah, I mean, Sutton's more better downfield. I'm concerned, too, about him coming off the injury. The reports are he's not 100%. So I, I have Sutton way down my draft board. Uh, definitely love Judy. I think it helps him. And we saw Bridgewater support three receivers in Carolina last year. So, again, he's solid. He's going to be – he's going to get you the ball. He's accurate. He's not going to take a lot of chances. So – uh, but I, I don't think he's a lock to keep the job all year either. I think they could go to lock at some point. So you have to keep that in mind. So a Bridgewater is like a QB three in a super flex league. And I, I was fortunate to get him a couple weeks ago in the 15th round as my QB three. Sight. You definitely say um, more interested in Noah fan. Um, not really. I mean, he's kind of in that range of tight ends where it's, I think he's also dealing with some type of injury. Is it a shoulder or something? I saw today he's dealing with something. Um, I think it's a uh, leg issue. Yeah. So he had a sleeve on his left leg. They think it's minor. I mean, I'll take him if he's in the right spot, but I haven't so far. Uh, I just think it's going to be difficult for all these guys to succeed. You know, Fayette, Sutton, Judy, the running backs. Like, I just don't see all of them producing. It's not... This is not a top offense. There is not. No, there is not a top offense. No. No, indeed. Um, all right. I'm trying to think of what else went down today um, in the wonderful world of uh, sports. Jesus. Um, I don't know. I'll tell you what. We'll, uh, we'll. I did a couple of drafts here, so how about we do this? How about... Uh, uh, we'll, we'll talk about the Sirius XM host league draft that I just completed. I got the, uh, the draft board to Adam. I'll be able to give everybody a, a link to go and get it. So while you're listening to that, plus, um, I did the jam on fantasy football draft last night after, uh, after Adam and I recorded, I had an amazing time doing it. And, uh, and I stuck to the plan that I said I was going to do. So we got a, a couple of drafts just to kind of banter around about. Uh, and maybe it'll help you uh, understand certain picks uh, at various times in the draft. So we'll pay some bills. We'll be right back after this. All right, Adam, where, where do we want to start? We want to start in the uh, the ultra bizarre Sirius XM host league draft. Or... Sure, we can do that. <laughs> How does Travis Kelsey fall to the fifth pick of the second round? Yeah, and I'm going to roast Justin Fensterman tonight on our show for passing on him. I mean, what is wrong with him? Like, yeah, that's a joke, man. That's an absolute. He should not be falling that far, man. You can say whatever you want. He's getting older, whatever. The guy was like, gave you a seismic advantage in fantasy last year. The, the only thing you can say, oh, he's getting older and injury. You can say that about every player, though, right? All these running backs. Like, there's no way Kelsey should have fell that. It's a complete joke. It's an aptitude on the Again, the running back. Thirst is so fucking stupid, bro. And and I'm not coming at you because I know you do it too, but it's ridiculous, man. Everyone, I gotta get my running backs early. You guys, do you guys really think all these running backs? We saw 16 go in the first two rounds. You really think they're all gonna finish there? 
They're not. We see it year after year. Why do you people see, continue to make the same mistakes over and over? Yeah, I mean, listen. One wide I, receiver in the first round? You cannot tell me that some of these receivers aren't safer than these running backs. Um, You know, listen, I, I've done this before. You know, I can make a, a, a case for or against any single running back that's been taken in the first round. Like, you, you just, you can you, everybody's got warts. There is nobody that you can say is an absolute lock. You you just you can't say that. So, you know, I, I mean, yeah, would I have gone? I mean, listen, I, I Saquon Barkley is probably somebody who I would have shied away from. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I might have, uh, you know, I, I, I worry a little bit about the how banged up the Colts offensive line has been. Um, J.K. Dobbins over Travis Kelsey? Dude, yeah, what? Oh, dude, no, listen, like, listen. My pants were getting tighter and tighter the further I saw him drop. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Could I get Kelsey? He came, we got off the board two picks ahead of me. And I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. And, uh, and then, yeah, and then he comes off the board and I was like, damn. Damn. I mean, yeah, I, I, was, I was equally mystified by the whole thing. If I were Colton and the Wolfman, I mean, listen, they do the smart system, right? Yeah, I understand. Look, I and they understand. never and they and they never deviate from that. You know, Bowden, um, Bowden doesn't surprise me for passing on it like that. Camla, it surprised me. Fensty, it surprises me. That, and I'm talking first round only. That's just first round. In the second round, like the fact that you know Aaron Jones, J.K. Dobbins, um. You know what? Even Tyreek Hill, to a certain extent, Joe Mixon, definitely, I would have taken. You know, and again, that's that right there. That's that's the danger of being too rigid in your in your system. Yeah. To let the value of Kelsey pass by, so you can take a fucking knucklehead like Joe Mixon. That one bothers me. Look, and even if Joe Mixon has a great year, you know, oh, I told you so. That's that's not the point. Mixon could have a great year. The point is, Kelsey is such an elite tight end. He's done it year after year after year. Like, again, what's the only thing you could say? Oh, well, he's getting older. He could get hurt. I could say that about every player, bro. I could say it about all these running backs. I could say that about anyone. anyone. It's, the same, it's the same argument I brought up with Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is one of the safest players to take in fantasy. If you don't want to take him early because receiver's deep or whatever, but you cannot tell me that most of these running backs are safer than Devontae Adams. They're not. Devontae Adams' only flaw Injury. Well, it's football. We can say that about everyone. You can't tell me, well, change in offense, quarterback question marks. No, man. Rodgers and him have worked together for years. The synergy's there. Same thing with Kelsey and Mahomes, man. I mean, Kelsey does it year after year. He's 136 targets in three straight years. You know, uh, coming off 14, 16 yardage. The guys had at least 1,200 yards three straight years. 100 receptions, two of the last three. And yeah, he plays a tough position. He doesn't miss games. He missed one game last year. Was it the last week when it meant nothing? Probably is my guess. I just don't like. I saw that board and I immediately said, "This is a joke." Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I was equally stunned by the uh, by the by the the pick there. So was Amber. I mean, I was listening to the broadcast and and she was like, "I was I mean, just bonkers, absolutely bonkers." All right, well then, you know. So so Kelsey dropping absolutely blew you away. What about um in the fifth round, Jen Piacenti taking Kyler Murray ahead of Patrick Mahomes? It's not crazy. 
I mean, I would. I have Mahomes ranked one. I take him, but uh, if you prefer uh, Kyler Murray, I mean, Murray was. I don't know if he was he the number one quarterback for a period where and before he got hurt, he might have been. He finished as QB two last year, and he was hurt down the and stretch. He was, you and could yeah, see he it. was hurt. He hurt his shoulder and like didn't run for like four straight games. Right. So you know, uh, another year in the system, third year in the league, healthier. You know, I could definitely I know there's an extra game, but I could see his touchdowns going up. You know, they had a really tough time in the red zone last year. That's going to they settled for so many field goals and, it you know, hurt Hopkins as well. So if they can figure that out. Um, then, yeah, I mean, he he could finish as number one quarterback, so it's not crazy. Um, again, I would take Mahomes, but not crazy. I almost took Kyla Murray in the GST. Looking back on it, I kind of wish I did. Um, but I don't think it's going to make or break my team, but, um, yeah, I don't like that. I really don't have an issue with. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I debated whether or not to take Mahomes, and I took Odell Beckham in the, in the fifth round. Um, you know, my feeling about it was, was, you know, if they're letting Kelsey slip like this and Murray doesn't, he comes off in the fifth and Mahomes is still there. Then these, you know, these industry people are just they're they're doing the the full on weight on quarterback. So I figured, OK, I can uh, I can just kind of, you know, build up running back and wide receiver and uh, and and still land. I figured I would still land a, a decent QB, you know, so it was like then Mahomes went, then Josh Allen went and it came back around. And right before me, Lamar Jackson went to win daily. And I'm like, OK. So here's the chance I take. The people who are in front of me are definite people who would wait on QBs. I, I could definitely see it. You know, it's like Paul Kelly, Dempsey, Ray Flowers, uh, Scott Engel, if Lamar Jackson's off the board, right? So I was like, all right, I'm looking at Wilson and I'm looking at Herbert. If one of those two guys, you know, falls to me, you know, in, in round seven, then I'm then I'm pretty happy there. I figured, fuck it, man. Let me get a top five tight end. Let me just grab Mark Andrews, you know, and and just keep doing that and see what happens. And sure enough, Herbert fell to me uh, in round seven. So I feel like I got my top QB, you know, my, you know, where I I, I kind of draw the line a little bit at at QB, and I got my top tight end. I felt good about the, uh, you know, the, the the first seven picks. It was you know six picks. It's not a world-beating team. I probably, you know, I, 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 I probably should have gone either Hopkins or, or Metcalf instead of Edwards Alaire in round two. You know, I was like, maybe I'll do that, but I've done that so many times already that I'm like, mm, let me go back and do a running back, running back, because in like I'd say the last like five or six drafts that I've done. Um, I've just I've been doing that, you know, whether it's uh, Elliot or Chubb, uh, you know, in that in that first round or Najee Harris. I, I think I did it once on the wheel. I keep getting that, you know, high end wide receiver. So I was like, screw it. Let me just kind of shuffle around. I did make a mistake and I passed on CD Lamb for Robert Woods. I was going to ask you that. <laughs> I was it was you know what it was. It was an accident. Um, Is this full point PPR? Yeah, it's full point PPR. Is it, it's two running backs, three receivers, one flex. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, that was a that was a total gaff on my part. I, I didn't even see his name there. It was like, you know, everybody's you know, Dempsey's sitting there pissing and moaning that there's no clock. We're sitting there waiting for like, you know, people to make their pick like two minutes in there. 
you know, it was another one of those where, you know, our illustrious uh, program director did not set a clock for the draft because they were okay. doing it on air. And, uh, you know, so it took a little longer than, uh, than, than really hoped. And so, yeah, it was like, you know, I was just jawing with Dempsey in the, uh, in the chat room there. And I was like, ah, fuck it. Just give me Robert Woods. And I was like, Oh, there's CD lamb. So that was a mistake. I'm just going to tell Bowden that I left him there for him. I was being a good, I was being a good friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. He must've been ecstatic to get him there. Yeah. <laughs> Pitching a tent on CD lamb. All he's going to talk about tomorrow is mint jelly. Mint jelly this, mint jelly that. Put some mint jelly on that lamp. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I mean, you know, I, it it is what it is. It's a it, it was a, an interesting draft. He, nobody's home league is going like this draft. Nobody's home league. So I don't really know how useful it is to people. I mean, they just. If they like to follow whoever's in this draft and watch how they draft, that's pretty much what it's for, you know. They want to, or they want to see how someone they respect constructs their team, you know, or they just like to rip it. Yeah, oh, I love when people just want to sit and rip a draft. It's the best, right? It's like Twitter. Yeah, you know, when they put the uh, when they, they put the tweet out, they're like, "Which team do you like the best?" I'm like, "Let me just." Keep scrolling through so I stop seeing answers. <laughs> oh, so that was that was the industry draft there that is, you know, great if you want to follow the experts uh, or your industry analysts, should we say? Um, and then I had my, my my fun draft. I'll tell you what, man, my fun draft was exactly that. It was fun. We sat in a Zoom. We were telling jokes. We've been doing this league now for, <clears throat> I think this is the the sixth season. It might be the might no maybe it's the fifth season, fifth or sixth season that we've been doing it, and uh, and we've had no turnover whatsoever. Um, you know, well we did have uh, we did have room for two listeners, uh, and you know all of a sudden all the rock stars were like. You know, getting fanboyed on uh, on on some uh, on some listeners and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, let's just get rid of let's, let's get rid of listeners here. Let's just you know, let's keep it focused on us." Uh, so we brought in uh, Al Schneer from Mo and George Geekus from the Revivalists. So it's been the same thing, and I gotta tell you, man, it's been a a ton of fun. And these guys are actually getting to be. It's been fun watching the progression of the uh, of the music guys. Uh, improving on their drafting skills. Like, it's been really fun watching that. And what's the format for this? Um, it is PPR, uh, 12 teams. It is uh, one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, a kicker, and a defense. Okay. We go 15 rounds in the draft. So light, light benches here. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, we do it on ESPN. It's waiver priority. It's not fab. They're not. They're, they you know they they still haven't been ready. Some are ready for fab. Some of them aren't. Um. So we got a couple of holdouts there. So we're not kind of switching that. But uh, I said yesterday I was gonna. You know I was think I was joking around. I was saying that I was gonna take Nick Chubb and then DK Metcalf and J.K. Dobbins. And uh, and I ended up. You know what? Zeke Elliott fell to me. 
the guy who picked number one, Chris Weaver, he's a diehard Cowboys fan. I'll sure be able to like, you know, trade rape him on something here. Um, and just, you know, give him Ezekiel Elliott for like the moon. He's that guy. He's that guy who uh, I love him. If he's listening, I love you, Chris, but I know you'll overpay for Zeke. Um, but you know, there it was. I mean, it was like Zeke Elliott, DK Metcalf. I took Dobbins. Um, I had some fun with this one here. You know, they made it kind of easy to have fun. I took a shot with Kenny Galladay. Um, I got my elite tight end in Pitts. I got Russell Wilson, the Wilson to Metcalf tandem there. I mean, I've got that in too many leagues already. I probably need to stop doing that. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you believe in something, you're going to keep doing it. But at the same time, you don't want to continuously do it in case injuries or it doesn't work out because then it ruins too many teams. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. But, you know, I mean, listen, yeah, that's that's always it's it's so funny. I guess that's kind of that's the debate when you play in that many leagues. You know, how much do you diversify because of that? Or, you know, if do you say, you know what, I can win with these guys. I believe I can win with these guys. And if I can believe that they, I can win with these guys in this league, I can win with them in, in you know, seven of these other 10 leagues right here. So, you know, I mean, it's, you know, how much do you diversify and deviate from the guys who you really like? I think you diversify in the early rounds. In the middle to late rounds, if you believe in a player, you just keep taking them. It's just because in, in the early rounds, if you take DK Metcalf over and over and he gets hurt, then it just ruins you across the board. Whereas if you're taking guys 10th round beyond, those guys, even if that guy gets hurt, it shouldn't ruin your leagues because you are depending on him as a linchpin of your team. Yeah. Okay. I mean, listen, that definitely makes sense. It definitely makes sense. That's why I mix it up. You know, you know, I don't take Nick Chubb every single draft. I do it, you know, now now I do it like on the Sirius XM drafts uh, just because everybody's like, ah, Bender and Nick Chubb, blah, 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 blah. So, so that they, they call me less. You know, they're like, oh, he does it every draft. We don't want to talk to him about it yet again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we've already heard it. We don't need to ask again. Right, right. And I was like, you know, <laughs> and I was talking to uh, Ani Streeter, who was producing the show, and I was like, you you guys don't need me on air, do you? I was just on the air for, you know, two hours. Uh, you know, you don't need to hear me again in this draft, do you? He's like, no, no, we're good. I was like, excellent, excellent. <laughs> Nick Chubb, thank you. <laughs> just to play it safe. Ah, uh, so um, you, you've got two of my teams in front of you, Adam. Uh, any thoughts? Um. Yeah, I didn't like going Dobbins there. Well, Dobbins, I didn't like three running backs in the first four rounds, especially when you're starting. Uh, well, you said three receivers in this one? Three receivers, yes. Yeah, I didn't think you needed to go Javante there. I mean, I like him, but, you know, the fourth round pick on your third running back. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't like that. And okay. I'm, I'm not... I'm not in on Kenny Galladay. I know it's the seventh round, but we've heard nothing positive about Daniel Jones. Offensive line's a problem. Galladay's banged up. Just don't want any part of him, uh, even if he falls that far. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. I know um, you want to say great things about Antonio Brown. Yeah, I mean, round nine's fair price for him. 
right? Uh, Tenth round, Michael Pittman. Yeah, Pittman's fine. I was surprised Darnell Mooney was there in the 12th. Yeah, that's as late as I've seen him go. People are pretty excited about him. Um, so, yeah, that that definitely is uh, – yeah, that's a good pick there. Yeah, I mean, Especially if Fields becomes quarterback. That's really going to help him. Yeah. Why would you pass on Waller in the third? Why did I pass on Waller in the third? Um, Because I said to you I was going to take J.K. Dobbins if he was there for me in the third round because I didn't have any shares of him. Okay. Do you have any Waller? Yeah, I've got some Waller in some okay. places. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, I was, uh, you know, I was definitely surprised. This is the first time I've seen Waller go um, after Kittle. I think it may be in uh, – I've seen – very few drafts. They might have been earlier. I think kind of now the consensus is. But yeah, but I'm also I don't recall Waller going three six either. This is late. I mean, I got him in the GST at three three. I was happy about that. Yeah. Because again, he's a wide receiver. He's gonna get 150 targets as long as he's healthy. So, you know, it really does help to have an elite tight end. I know people don't want to pay that price, man, but man, you get someone like that early, you don't worry about the position. Like the guy who took Waller took Noah Fant. Uh, terrible move. Awful. What wasted pick. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, that that oh, that was actually he uh he was on auto draft. Well, same thing. And the guy who took Kittle took Tunyon in the eighth. Again, wasted pick. You that that you, guy was not on auto draft, but he looked like the shoe bomber, man. He really did. <laughs> you don't need once you take the elite tight end, you don't need to take a tight end at a but well, if you're at 16 rounds. I wouldn't take one. If you're 20 rounds, then I would take one very late, like, you know, round 16, 17, 18, because and and I know people are like, well, what if the guy gets hurt? Like, oh, you can't play timid like that. You've got an advantage at the position. You're going to play that guy every week, build up the depth everywhere else. Yeah, I mean, listen, I've definitely I, I'm at that point. I mean, like this year for sure. And I've I've said it over and over, you know, we've been. You know, you're just watching the evolution of drafts right now and the evolution of the game. And suddenly, you know, it's it's not a bad move to take an early quarterback. Like, you know, yes, can you can you sit and wait on the position? Of course you can. But there there does seem to be a, a, a significant drop in tier when you come off of, you know, the 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 Mahomes and, and Josh Allen and Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson. You know, that kind of, you know, and then all of a sudden there's a then there's a, a slight drop off to Herbert Wilson Dak. And then and then, you know, I mean, I, I can't I, I can't say that Aaron Rodgers in the fuck you season here is going to do what he did last year. But, you know, so kind of on the fence with him, but there's a significant drop off then. So, I mean, you can definitely wait and do a staffer. You can do a Tom Brady or a Ryan Tannehill. Um, is is the option there? But I'm at I'm at the point now where I'm preferring the higher end QB, and I'll and I'll wait to take you know out of the the Herbert Wilson Dak tier, um, and and I'm in on taking a top tight end. You know, I took Pitts here, so and and you know, and doing that helps me in the later rounds because you've actually kind of you know like it was like it was last year we first started having the debate discussion on whether or not to take that backup QB or that backup um, tight end. 
But if I'm taking the top tier here, then I don't need to waste another pick on because I'm never going to use that person unless there's an injury. And you know what? If not, everybody's taking two QBs um, or, you know, whatever, people aren't holding on to them, then I'll be able to grab one for the bye week kind of a thing. Yeah, there usually is always a few quarterbacks on the waiver wire in almost every league outside of Superflex, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, it was the same thing with the with the host league. I was like, all right. I mean, I took Andrews and I took Herbert. And I was like, I, I don't need to deal with a, a, a backup tight end or a backup QB. And, you know, some people were taking the backup QBs. Jen took. Uh, cousins when she already had that makes Murray. no sense at all. I don't, I, love, I don't, I don't agree with, I, I don't agree with the, the pick either. Trevor it's, Lawrence it's, and she's Matt gonna Stafford is a little closer. She's going to cut cousins in week one or two. Yeah. R- write it down. All right. Let me write that down. Chalk that down. I mean, there's 16 roster spots in this league, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's no need for that. It's a wasted pick. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, Paul Kelly taking Trey Lance right after grabbing Tannehill. I, I didn't really get that. I got the Hurts Burrow thing from Dempsey. I'm okay. I'm all right with that. That's a little better. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, that I don't understand. Well, this is a trading league, right? But I don't see anyone trading for a quarterback. Yeah, right? I mean, I mean so what are you going to – okay. See, this is where roster construction is so important. All right, so you have Lamar Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do if Fields is great? You're going to play him over Lamar? <laughs> like, uh, I don't get it. Yeah. It's one, it's one thing if you have like Burrow Fields. I get that. Burrow might struggle, right? Okay. And if Fields pops, boom. But I don't get taking Fields with a top five quarterback. As much as I like Fields, but it, because it, it, it makes, okay, you have Kyler Murray and you take Justin Fields. What are you going to do? You're going to play Fields over Murray? I I completely agree with you, man. I mean, I like I'm of that mindset too. I you know what? When I build a team, when I draft a team, I want to just I want to do as few lineup changes as possible from week to week. I really like I you know I don't want to play the matchup game with my QB if I don't have to. If I don't have you know I want to get you know the running backs to just leave there, not have to sit there. Uh, you know if it's my wide receiver three. And my flex, and I'm like, okay, well, I've got these two positions and these three guys, then okay, fine. But I don't want to sit there and have to play the fucking matchups the entire time. Like that's that. I mean that that makes that makes fantasy football more complicated than than it needs to be. And and doing that, like grabbing yourself, you know, two high end, you know, two high end QBs or two high end tight ends. You know, Dempsey did it here. He did the Waller and Hawkinson. I mean, you said, you know, you can flex the tight end, but yeah. But it was really, you know, is, is that the move? Yeah, I think uh, Michael Salfino did that in your GST. He took Waller Pitts. Yeah, well, that, we was do such, have... that was such a dick move, man. Well, how's it a dick move? It's a, because I wanted Pitts. That, oh, that okay. makes it a dick move. <laughs> I love, I love Salfino. I, you know. A little, a little blinded by his uh, his love for Adam Gase. That I don't understand. But you know, I mean, it's 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 a good move. It really, you know, and be because he got two target monsters. Well, yeah, and, and 
even and that well that one's the extra flex spot too but i mean even and with one flex spot you can you can flex that tight end so i mean what round did Hawkinson go to Dempsey? Seven. Oh wow, damn, he fell. I got you guys devalued the tight end in that draft, man. Oh yeah, dude, I got Andrews in the sixth. Yeah, it's, they devalued the tight end, and I I would have jumped in then if I see that. Like I'm getting one of these top five. I it was, just makes I, your team so much better, man, because you do not have to worry about the tight end position. I would have, yeah, I would have taken Pitts in the fifth over over Beckham. Had had he fallen to me, I would have done that. But you know, I let it go by. I took Beck, Beckham instead of taking Andrews right away, uh, just to see because I was looking at that very same thing that everybody's fucking pushing the value of the tight ends down. Let me see what else I can do. You know, I'm waiting. I'm sitting there watching Andrews and and Hawkinson on the board. I was like, all right. One of them's gonna go. One of them's gonna go. Right. One of them's gonna. Nope. Nobody went. So I will take it. I will definitely take it. Because you know what? That that's drafting, Susan. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. I actually believe it or not have another draft to go to. Uh, the the Barf League, the Bay Area Rotisserie Fantasy League, uh, that draft is uh, is coming up. I I don't know. I think it's a super flex. I think it is. I don't know. I just know that I'm avoiding a Zoom room. <laughs> I don't need the Zoom room for this. Um, but yeah, let's. Uh, Adam's got a show later tonight. I've got a draft tonight. Let's uh, let's take time out here and uh, and we'll be back. We'll give you more. More draft results tomorrow, uh, and we'll stay on top of all the NFL news. Uh, for Adam Ronis, Adam, thanks so much, man. Appreciate it always. For Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. This has been Annie Up. We'll catch you next time.